Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world. Broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world. BlakeRadio.com. Music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul. BlakeRadio.com.
Greetings and welcome to Topic of Yours on the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. I'm your host, Deirdre Schuler, And, well, you know, I personally like antiques. I especially like them in furniture and old architecture. I find it classy. And I like old school hip-hop music as well. I guess I just like the original. I like the beats and the music back then and the respectful lyrics. So it's going to be my delight today to bring on as my guest one of the original American rappers, Curtis Blow. Mr. Blow is the first commercially successful hip-hop artist to be signed to a major record label. And his hit single, The Breaks, from his 1980 debut album was the first certified gold record rap song throughout his career mr blow has reached over 50 he has released over 15 albums i should say and is currently if you can believe it an ordained minister as a producer curtis blow was behind the hits of artists like the fat boys run dmc full force russell simmons and wycliffe gene well next month on saturday may 9th mr blow will be participating in a concert at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts. And the concert is sponsored by Lehman Center in association with Al, Sal Albatello, who's um, from Fever Records. And the event celebrates the 38th anniversary of the legendary Bronx nightclub disco fever and will be a show night of old school hip hop as part of this Fever reunion throwback concert. And alongside Curtis Blow will be other hip-hop artists such as Rob Bass, The Sugar Hill Gang, Biz Markey, Grandmaster, Mally Mal, and Scorpio of the Furious Five, Soul Sonic, Force, Sweet G, Shane, Fearless Four, T-Sky Valley, Spider D, wow, this is a mouthful, Spoony G, Busy B Starkey, and others. And also... Bringing up the beats will be DJ Marley Mall, DJ Hollywood, and DJ Brucey, Brucey B. Well, you know what? There's going to be so many artists that, that night that instead of starting at 8 o'clock, as they generally do, the show will start at 7 p.m. So if you, if you like hip-hop music, I would suggest that you go and you buy your tickets as soon as possible. And you know what? I'll give you the number. That should help you out a bit, shouldn't it? Uh, you can call the Lehman Center box office at 718-960-8833 or go online at www.lehmancenter.org. Well, I have Hello. To, yes, I was about to introduce you to say I have you uh, here. And so, hello, how are you? Welcome to the show, Mr. Blow. <laughs> Well, hello, and thank you for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure to be here. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm delighted to have you on, definitely. You know, I was talking to uh, the PR for the uh, college, and she was Uh telling me that she felt that hip-hop and rap are two different genres. And I said, oh, I don't think so. But I said, I'm going to ask you, is it? Is 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 there a, a difference or a distinction between hip hop and rap? Well, yes, there definitely is. Uh, hip hop is more of the uh, umbrella 
is the whole umbrella and rap is a part of the umbrella. Um, uh-huh. Hip hop is more of a way of life, like a culture, you know, and, 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 and that's very, very serious when I say that, when I say culture, because culture is actually a way of life where people, the music that they listen to, the way they walk, the way they talk, their accent, their, 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 their fashion, their religion, their art, what they, the music, the way they dance, you know, all of that is a part of our culture. The, uh, the going on in uh, one's life during the course of a day, what do they do? What is the music that they listen to? So hip hop is a general term, meaning <clears throat> a way of life for a society of young people who love and cherish the elements of hip hop, which are first and foremost, rap or the MC, uh, scratching or DJing, turntablism. And we have graffiti or the art, the aerosol art. And uh, of course, the dance is the, the b-boying or breakdance. So of oh, course, nice. there are other elements to the culture like fashion and beatboxing or pop locking, or, uh, <clears throat> promoting uh, business. You know, religion, of course, you know, and we have a hip hop well, church, know, praise the Lord. Do you know if the beginning of hip hop came out of the Bronx? I heard it was born in the South Bronx in the, in the early 1970s. What do you yes, think? That, is, that is the general concise uh, opinion is that it, it, it was birthed uh, out of the South Bronx in Harlem, uh, and um, it spread throughout the five boroughs um, and uh, caught on like wildfire, you know? It was incredible to see just the spread of this evolution, this, this uh, culture that, that just, just took the uh, world by storm. Well, prior to it taking the world by storm, were there even record companies at the time signing up uh, rap hip-hop artists? Um, yeah, there's a whole history of, of where it started in the South Bronx, of course, and then it, it, it was around for about seven or eight years. We were rapping and scratching and, 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 and breakdancing in, in the South Bronx in Harlem seven, eight years before the first record came out in 1979. Uh, there was an artist by the name of King Tim the Third. He did a song called Personality Jock. Uh, for the back, the Fatback Band, and um, of course the big, big monumental hit, Sugar Hill Gang's "Rappers Delight" in the summer of 1979. That was when it really, really kicked off and started a whole big explosion because that song was was so hot. Everyone played it, every car, every train, every bus, every everything was playing this song. Every every minute. I mean, you just heard it. Every boom box, every taxi cab, radio station. I mean, everybody was on this song and it was such a huge hit. And so from those first records in 1979 to 80 to 81, 82, and then along came Run DMC uh, that crossed it over pop along with Blondie uh, uh, with the Rapture record. And from there, the mid-80s, man, you had, you know, a whole slew of rappers and MCs making records, and we just had an industry. We had a dynasty, I'd like to think, you know, in the early 80s 
And it was an incredible, incredible movement that was very, very young and very fresh and vibrant. Oh, the the reason I ask is because I read somewhere where you were the first to sign with a major record company like Mercury Records and and bring out right. the first gold record, gold rap record. Right, gold right. Rap, rap song. Praise the Lord! So was, I'd like to think uh, <clears throat> that was a special time. I was, I was, I think God had chosen me for for that special time to be in the right place at the right time, being a college student and then knowing how to work the system, getting into a major label, and uh, just uh, working all the different departments of the label. And, you know, from the publicity to the promotions department, A&R art department, the video department, uh, 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 just meeting everyone and working the system. And the big thing about it, the, the most important thing about it was that I worked the publicity and promotions department and you know, working the system there, you know, being on a major label means that we have major press. So I was doing the promotions tours, the promotional tours. They sent me everywhere in 1980. I was the first to travel uh, Europe, you know, go to places I never heard of before, like Belgium and, 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 I mean, the Eiffel Tower, Champs-Élysées, in Berlin and Hamburg, oh my gosh, all these different places, the UK, London. I was there first, and when I got there, my record company, we were a major label, so that means we had major offices in every major city around the world. So when I got to these places, they had it set up with all the press, magazines, radio, newspapers, television, all of this stuff was set up in the conference room of each city uh, <clears throat> that my, my record company had offices at, and they were huge. They were the biggest, they were like Universal is today. So, you know, was I worked the system. Was that a shock to your system? Uh, I mean, so all of a sudden, all that publicity and attention, and, and was it scary for you to, to, to know what to do and go all the places they Oh, no, it wasn't quite, go? it wasn't quite scary. I wouldn't say it was scary. It was more fascinating in like a dream world, if anything, because but I, I'll tell you, I was prepared, uh, being that I was in hip hop seven, eight years before that, you know. So, so I knew how to work an audience. I, I could play, you know, I could MC on the on a, on a street corner. I was majoring in speech broadcasting and communications when I got the record deal. I was a, a junior in college, so you know, I knew how uh-huh. to uh, uh, function within the mainstream per se. So I was working that was system, an advantage. Like, 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 yeah, yeah, big major advantage. And like I said, I, I think it was really mystical and, and like a miracle, miraculous that God had chose me to be at the forefront. I mean, when you talk about pioneer, the first to do, I got all the stats. I got the first, I have the first certified gold rap song. I have the first a tour, the first national commercial, the first to uh, uh, to to tour, the uh, to travel to the you know United States, across the United States and Europe, and 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 so all of these things, uh, I feel that it it was like designed by God, just a a, a dream world, really, really crazy, 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 and that's something that. You know, I hold deep and dear in my heart, and I thank God every day for that. And I'll never forget it. It was the best time in my life.
Well, is that why you decided on a, a Christmas rapping to do a Christmas song? Was that your your first major song that that Mercury Records yeah. produced? Yeah, my first major song, and actually, it, it's my favorite of them all. Over 150 songs, and so uh, Christmas rap is my baby. We we uh, that was the idea of JB Moore, the producer. JB Moore and Robert Ford were my producers for the first five albums, and JB came up with that idea. We could make a song about Christmas and it will last forever because people will play it every Christmas like Nat King Cole. And that's exactly what happened. Um, but little did we know Christmas is the birth of Christ. That is the main right. thing about that. Uh, we weren't trying to make a song about the birth of Christ. We were talking about Santa Claus visiting a house in Harlem on Christmas Eve and he was partying. But God had another plan. I, I well, that's I never, why I, I, mean, I, I want to play it. Yeah, and I want to play why a little say, bit of it. It's it, long. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. You, you. You'll check it out. Yeah, do you mind if I play a little version of it now? Go ahead. Let me hear okay, it. Okay, and we'll and we'll get back. I had to edit it down, of course. But here we go. Christmas rap. <laughs> Get me all that jive about things you wrote before eyes alive. Cause this ain't 1823, ain't even 1970. Now I'm the guy named Curtis Blow, and Christmas is one thing I know. So every year, just about this time, I celebrate it with a rhyme. Gonna shake it, gonna bake it, gonna make it good. Gonna rock, shock, rock it through your neighborhood. Gonna read it, gonna sing it till it's understood. My rap about to happen like a knee. Hot and our chance of dance beneath the mistletoe. So he went downstairs and forgot his scare. 
sorry, folks. That was a snippet. <laughs> yes, yes, the Christmas wrap. Wow. Right. <laughs> yes, that was my song. Praise the Lord. And another one of your songs, which was really a big, big seller, was uh, The Breaks, which I'm going to play at the end yes. of the show. Yes, The Breaks was actually the first certified gold rap song in the history of hip-hop, the first plaque for hip-hop. But not only that, it was it was the second certified gold 12-inch in the history of music. The first certified gold uh-huh. song was uh, Barbara Streisand and Donna Summer's Enough is Enough. And that's a little music history for you folks. Well, thank you. Uh, another part of music <laughs> history is that uh, you came out first with If I Rule the World, right? And then Nas, Nas uh, did it. Nas. Yeah, Nas, Nas. Uh, did a remake of it, and uh, it was quite good. It went double platinum, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, my hat goes off to Nas for... Uh, classic alive and 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 you know representing the old schoolers like he did uh thank you you know that's always great when uh people sample other artists music it keeps it alive and it's yes. nice to hear in other people's versions of it yes 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 that was that was beautiful that was a beautiful rendition and i loved his lyrics and and also Lauren Hill, you can never beat having her on the hook. She was just incredible. I, I, when I first heard that song, I listened to it over and over and over again for about two hours. Couldn't believe it. Wow. it sounds so good. Yep. Isn't that great? Well, I want to talk about your upcoming show, which is at Lehman Center for the Performing Arts. And if you don't know where it is, it's at 250 Bedford Park Boulevard West, folks in the Bronx. And... Uh, you can get there by the D or the four train and get off at the Bedford Park stop. Now, I also want to tell you that this, the name of this concert has to do with a celebrating uh, a fever reunion. Is that correct? For, for, for the nightclub, Disco Fever. Yes. If, uh, for those of you folks who don't know about the Disco Fever, the Disco Fever was the number one club in New York City. From about the uh, the years of 1979-80 to about 1984-85. And it was just an incredible place to be. It was a small club, only hold, held about four or 500 people, but it was the place to be. So much music uh, for hip-hop, so much rap music early, early rap stuff was either inspired or created right out of that club. Was that your hangout too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to do, uh, before uh, I made records, I actually had a night there. I was uh, an MC on Tuesday nights with Grandmaster Flash. I'll never forget it. We used to rock the disco fever on Tuesdays. (laughs) But it definitely was my hangout. I remember pulling my bus, my tour bus, up to the Disco Fever to hang out after I'd come from local shows like Philly. We'd drive up from Washington, D.C., you know, to get to the Fever. 
place stayed open all night long till about 10 in the morning. Wow. It was a definite, definite hangout. But well, not only was it a great hangout, the, uh, the owner, Sal Abitello, is like my best friend. He, this guy was uh, a powerhouse in the community. We did a lot of stuff for the Bronx that that uh, doesn't get mentioned, like a, a, a lot of functions and, and benefits and raising money for the United Negro College Fund. Uh, we we, we uh, put up basketball courts and theme parks in, in the Bronx. Uh, we also uh, opened up a, a roller skating ring up in the Bronx wow. on the west side of the Bronx. So, you know, that club, Disco Fever, did a lot of community service, a lot of uh, uh, helping out in the community, definitely, definitely. And uh, uh, I praise God. I thank God for just being around people like that. Well, Sal is uh, he's pretty, also does the freestyle shows, and he and, and as I mentioned, he'll be doing your show, and that's, that's going to be mm-hmm. on May 9th. And there's going to be so yes. many people. I guess I should name some of them if I didn't already. It was Grandmaster Mallory Mal and Rob Bass and Biz Markey and the Sugar Gang. And there's going to be so many others. Are, are you happy to or excited to work with these guys again on stage? Yeah. Like I said, you know, this was the number one club for about four or five years in the early, early days of my career when I was booming. So, I, you know, a lot of friends I haven't seen in a long time. Like, I can't wait to see Sweet G and and, and people like uh, DJ Hollywood. And I mean, it's going to be a great, 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 good old family reunion. Definitely. They're going <laughs> to be playing the beats on the show that night. Uh, oh, and also, I yeah. should mention that Dr. Bob Lee is going to be co-hosting it. Right, right, right. Dr. Bob Lee, we go way back, man. I, I used to ride ride in his van and and go around New York City giving out T-shirts when, when he just was a driver of the vans back in in the early early '80s. So now he's doing his thing and he deserves it. What a great man! Great, great, great man. He's been in radio for a long time, and he does his thing. He's a a good man. Well, I want to make sure you're show sells out, so let me give them the fans that love hip-hop and especially old-school hip-hop, uh, call the box office, the Lehman Center box office at 718-960-8833 or if you're on the computer like I am all the time, go online and dial up www.lehmancenter.org and get your tickets. Now, mm. I also, and as you know, we got Curtis Blow on the show right now telling us about the show and about the reunion of all these great guys that, oh, is this the music? That's all I did last night while I was preparing for the show is listen to it, listen to your your music and, and Biz Markies and Rob Bass and all those people. And well, that's a good thing. Him. I'm glad. Yeah, some some happy music. Well, I want to ask you, too, how, how has, or in my opinion, well, I should ask you what your opinion is about do you think that rap music has changed from from its origins now? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I, it has changed definitely. A lot of people my age, of course, you know, the old schoolers, they're 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 uh, 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 um, let's say it, there's a generation gap in hip hop, but 
in order for us to bridge the gap, we should do it with love. And I support the young people of today, and 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 I thank them for keeping hip hop alive today. It's theirs, and so um, it's 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 their world, you know. And and, and we can talk until we're blue in the face about lyrics. But I say this, the raps today are uh, wittier, they're complicated, they're faster, uh, and, and, and it's a real challenge for an old schooler to keep up with the new you know, styles of today. There's a swagger, we call it a, a, a mad flavor or mad styles, a lot of variety. You have the West Coast, you have Kanye and Common over in Chicago and Nelly over in St. Louis. Of course, traditional New York. Then you have the Dirty South is jumping off. But the, the, the most incredible thing about hip-hop today is that if you travel outside of America, and from when I first started rapping, people, you know, we rapped, and everyone raps in English, you know. And I used to get people from Europe coming to America say, oh, I learned how to speak English from listening to your song, The Bright Shit. And, and, you know, and... and but now you travel outside of America. You go to Germany, they rap in German. You go to Italy, they rap in Italian. You go to Spain, they rap in Spanish. So it seems like the countries outside of America have embraced hip-hop, but they have turned it into their own culture, and native cats are rapping in their native tongue. And that's the most incredible thing to, to witness today, to see how there is a German hip You go to Germany, there's a German hip-hop scene. Oh, yeah, there's an American hip-hop scene in Germany, but there's a German hip hop scene. There's an Italian hip hop scene. There's a a, 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 a hip hop scene. I mean, they're listen, into it. You, you think they ain't? I, I mean, I, I they I, are. Listen. Ting tang tang, I ting tang tell them I got G unit. Yeah, it's going down. <laughs> I just watched the whole show. I didn't understand them, but they were so comical and and doing the the dances and wearing the uh, the clothing and and. They were into it, the Japanese. I mean, they love yep. it. Yep. I also want to uh, ask you about, have you ever seen that show Empire? Uh-huh. It's a Lee Daniels and Danny Strong created show uh, that stars right. Terrence, Terrence Howard. Well, I think right. they've also, they've, they've brought rock up to another uh, place, I think. At least that's my opinion. They brought it up to another notch if you if you've watched it. I think people that never to rap are now listening to rap based on what they hear on Empire. Oh yeah, but not only that, it 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 is taking uh, the reality show out of the reality show, and it's brought back acting, like straight acting and and drama, uh, uh, not live drama, but written drama. It's it's brought back real official television and it's beautiful and, uh, music it's though. great yes i mean it, and, it's brought and, uh, the music up a notch and hip-hop way up a notch i think it's it's really made it beautiful i love it yes anyway, I, th I think it's it's exciting it is exciting it is exciting and i'm glad to see all all the the, the shows now featuring Starring in drama, people of color. So we've taken over the, at least we've taken over the network this year, the network, <laughs> and hopefully yeah. the Emmys. 
But anyway, it's been it's been really nice talking to you. We've come to the end of my show. Is there anything that uh, I haven't asked you that you would, would like to say? Uh, yes. Um, just uh, I thank God for the opportunity uh, for me to still be around to continue to do this. And uh, I can't wait till May 9th to see all my old friends, everybody in the house. Sal, Fever, Sweet G, rest in peace, Junebug, and all my friends, man. I'll see you guys soon. May 9th. Let's do it. Oh, and I also want to ask you, uh, I know you've become a minister, and I hear you're performing all the time outside of Lehman, mm-hmm. Lehman Center. Where where can any people where can people find you outside of Lehman, Lehman Center? Uh, well, you can usually uh, get at me on Twitter, the Curtis Blow and the number one, or my Instagram, and I'll post everywhere everything I'm doing all the time. Okay, all so right. you guys can find me. All right. Well, thank you for allowing us to find you here on the Blake Radio Network and Rainbow Soul. And again, I thank no you this Flo for coming on the show. And I'll say this no one problem. more time, so go get the tickets. Call the box office at 718-960-8833 and support the show. Or go online at www.leanicenters.org. And again, I thank Curtis Blow for being our guest today. And this is the Blake Radio Network Rainbow Soul. I'm Deirdre Shuley, your host, thanking my listening audience for making my topic topically yours. And you know what? We're going to end the show with Curtis Blow's hit, The Breaks. So here we go. Curtis Blow, The Breaks. Clap your hands, everybody, if you've got what it takes. Cause I'm Curtis Blow and I want you to know that these are the boys. Breaks in a bus, breaks on the car, breaks to make you a superstar. Breaks to win and breaks to lose. But these here breaks rock your shoes and these are the boys. Break it up, break it up, break it up.
You've been listening to the Blake Radio Network, Rainbow Soul. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.